Warning, the following promo contains Pokemon-based improv. Veneri, finish it with a double kick! Bang, bang, bang! Oh no! You've defeated me! Lord of Psychic Types! King Photon! King Photon, I knew it was you. You appeared in a shimmer of light in my bedroom to challenge me to a Pokemon gym battle. Say it's alright, but hey, I've beaten you now, and your silly Abra. Give me a gym badge. A gym badge? From Point King is- Photon? I yes. can grant you anything. A wish? What's your wish? I'll tell you. A Pokemon roleplay podcast. Well, that's not my wish. It I- is now. Okay. Plug it in. Welcome to Critical Ditto, a tabletop roleplaying podcast set in the world of Pokemon, focused on collaborative storytelling and improv. Is it a game? Yes, a role-playing game with dice and voices. I kind of would prefer a gym badge, if I'm honest. Well, I don't have any. Well, get the hell out of my room! Photon away! You're still here! Abra, help me, help me, please! Abra! You're still here! Abra's gone! (laughs) Oh, can I listen to the podcast? Search for Critical Ditto wherever you get your podcasts if you want a bit more of whatever that was. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Stranger Damies here. Um, I believe this is episode 109. Um, so, yeah, these numbers just keep getting higher. This is this is getting ridiculous. I'm running out of space on the podcast thing where I have to keep expanding it. So, good job, I guess, everyone. So, um, <laughs> to, to recap. Way to not die. Yeah, way to not die, guys. Um, so, to recap. Well, at least some of us. Uh, to recap, um, after successfully stopping the Cold of the Dragon, uh, the, the Cold of the Dragon's plan to raise Tiamat, the Stallions took some R&R and still bend. Tiresias got a sword, Astaroth received a makeover, and Pizza Tacos bought a house. Uh, the Stallions then traveled to Amon with an old friend, Bort, a, uh, a turtle that they had met previously, while O'Craig went to Whitestone to pray at the Chapel of Sarenrae. Uh, there, uh, while praying, he was hit with the spell Power Word Kill uh, with the word Morning Star, um, and his lifeless body fell to the ground. Uh, once they arrived in the cloudtop district of Amon and the chambers of the Council of Tal'Dorei, uh, they were confronted by Hudigen, uh, uh second-in-command, and um, who is also Tribeca's dad. Misophilies, not Hudigen. I wrote that sentence poorly. Um, <laughs> who asked the uh, council to arrest Teddy, Fred, and Tribeca. Uh, after a quick protest by the Stallions, Hudigen freezes time to talk to them. Uh, in, the pro- in the process of his taunting, uh, he kills Teddy and uh, kidnaps Tribeca. Uh, our intrepid adventurers attempt to stop him, but fall short because of another figure from Pizza Tacos' past. Quinn appeared. He showed off some new Kieran. tattoos. Kieran, sorry. Kieran. Um, he showed off some new tattoos and uh, killed Zakara before teleporting away with Hudigen. Um Zakara was was uh, revivified, so she is fine for all those Zakara fans out there. Um, the gang helps uh, snap the council out of their mind control, and Brahm, the master of law in Tal'Dorei, offers them some knowledge in exchange for their help. And also a blank check for saving the world. Um, 
after a, after a talk with uh, Rayfuller uh, Farnrice, um, the Cobalt Reserve's expert on the Nine Hells, uh, the Stallions learned that they stumbled upon a plot to raise Lucifer, a.k.a. Morningstar, and take over every plane in existence. Uh, he ex instructs them that they need to travel to the Hells to stop it, and mentions an artifact in a land north of Wildmount known as Isilcross. Uh, will help them travel the River Styx and go deeper into the Nine Hells than most non-devils can on their own. Uh, Ray teleports them to the area he believes the artifact to be located, and when the stallions appear, they are instantly uh, confronted by two yetis. So stallions, roll initiative. Getting right into it. Dun dun dun. Oh my god. Uh, 24. Okay. I'm no longer dentist. I rolled a 13. A anybody else uh, 25 to 20? Okay. Hold on, I'm rolling Astrop. One second. I got 24. 12 for me. Same, same for Astaroth, 12. Zakara uh, rolled a 2, also. I was going to say, oh, wow. and Zakara and Bort, what did you guys get? I rolled a 13. Okay. I rolled a natural 1, actually. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. That's how you want to start. All right. That's exactly so, how you want to start. Uh, top of the round is uh, Fred. All right. Two yetis, and it looks like they're one with the red dot is pretty close. Um, I'm going to throw a dagger at it. All right, you go right ahead. And one second. Um, I just let you know if you guys don't go over that. Um, go in that middle path, that's uh, difficult terrain, so it's half your movement to get past those ledges there. Okay. Okay. So, um, 25 to hit. That and definitely hits. Then, um, that does 6 damage, plus okay. the sneak attack, which is, an, um, sneak attack is 23 damage, so total okay. of 29. This 29 is points of damage. Three. So this is, yeah, you see the dagger come flying out of Fred's hand. It hits the uh, uh, the uh, Yeti up by the uh, collarbone area, and he screams out in pain. And then he looks over, and now his eyes are full of rage as he looks over in your direction. And he looks, there's blood just oozing out of the wound at this point. All right. Um, bonus action, movement. Or do um, have, or you no, I'm else? not going to do anything else. Okay. All right. And so that brings us to Pizza Tacos. Okay. Um, he hit uh, this guy right here. Number yep, yep. the red, the red one in the red. Yes. So, um, hmm. And what did you say about the terrain? Uh, it's half your movement to get over. It's like a ledge you have to climb. Assuming I don't go uh, through the if middle. You go through the middle. It's normal. Right. Yep. 
Okay. I am going to 5, 10, 20, 25. I'm going to go here. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming this thing's giving me some sort of cover against this guy. Yeah, uh, I, I was more seeing that as something like on the ground. Okay. Like a piece of wood just on the ground. That's right. something well, you then, can hide behind. Okay, it. then I'm going to just use those movements that way to go here instead. Okay. And I'm going to short bow the other guy. Alright, go right ahead. Twenty-five to hit. Yep, six that hits. damage. Six damage. And now you've gotten that guy's attention as he screams out in pain and stares in your direction. Um, so the uh, bonus action, you... I'm just gonna hunters mark him. All right, good. I'm going to. Actually, I still have how much movement to. Uh... Here, so I have still I still have movement too, I still have twenty feet of movement. So yeah, so that I'm little gonna... haze thing means he's hunter's mark. Okay, so five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So I'm just gonna go back this way, right. down the ledge. Okay, right, yeah, be... you go through the middle and you get behind your turtle friend there. Um. And then as soon as you get down there, um, Pizza Tacos, you start uh, hearing some rustling in the snow. And out popping right in front of you is a... Uh, wait, how do I get this? Uh... Yeah, so something's popping out. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I was on the wrong layer. Uh, it's my fault. Um, as... A very large tiger with a couple of saber tooths, you would say, pops out in front of you and growls right in your face. There. Okay. Um, am I engaging with this one now, or it's the end of my turn? It's the end of your turn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of just by going into that. I had it set as a marker. If anybody stepped on that row of squares, it would alert him before his turn. Okay. So, um. Yeah, so that brings us to uh, the Yeti. Um, the one on the left will go first. They have 40 feet of movement. Um, so this one, yeah, I got to get back to here. And that one should be able to make it down there because it's 10, then 20, and then 10. Yep. Um, so he's going to take his... Um, attack at um, his first attack at uh, Fred there. He's going to swing his claws around. Okay, come on, let's try that again. Oh, there we go. Alright, so it's 19 to hit. Is that it? Yes. Alright, uh, I hit you for uh, 6 points of slashing damage. And then you also feel a little chill come in, and you get hit with five points of cold damage as well. Okay. I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke. All right, go right ahead. So I point at him and say, um, fuck off. And <laughs> uh, he needs, it needs to make a dexterity 13 saving throw. Mm -hmm. 
and he fails. So it takes the full 10 damage. Okay. And right after he hits you, um, you see him drop to one knee. And at this point, um, he will um, take a look at you with his, uh, his gaze at you. Um, it is a Constitution 10. Uh, so I'm sorry, Constitution saving throw DC 13, Fred. Okay, one second. Um, ouch, a total of three. Okay, so his, you feel an, another wave of coldness come over you, um, and you take uh, 11 points of cold damage, um, and you are currently paralyzed for one minute. Okay, that's very bad. And his, yeah, because the next attack is automatically a crit on you here. I rolled it anyway. <laughs> so it wouldn't have mattered. Um, so that would make it, um, you get uh, 20 points of slashing damage and uh, six points of cold damage. Okay. And... Okay. And while everybody else is taking their turns, I'm going to start rolling up my next character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this character here is uh, the other Yeti. I'll come down here. And he will um, look in the direction of uh, Tiresias. Because um, I don't oh, think he can fully get there. And he will do his chilling gaze. So give me that uh, DC 13 con save. Give me that. Give, give me that DC save. Oh. 23. Yep, so you're not paralyzed, and... Uh, it was a natural 20, by the way. We gotta celebrate, Tom. But you do take um, uh, four points of cold damage, as you have it. In there. Okay. Um, that'll end uh, the Yeti's turn, and that uh, brings us to Bort. Alrighty. Let's see. Really not much I can do. Okay. I'm going to turn to you guys. I think you got this under control. I'm going after Ugly over there. And I'm going to rage as a bonus action. All right. Now I'm enraged. Grr. <laughs> now you're an angry turtle. I'm an angry turtle. All right, uh, I'm going to move up to the green guy. Okay. Excuse me. Coming through. Pardon me. Alright, and I'm going to I'm gonna take a swing with my great axe. Alright, good. Twenty-six to hit. Uh that hits. Nice. <laughs> gonna say. Just barely. Just barely. Seventeen points of damage. Alright. On the first one. And then I'm gonna take another swing with the great axe. That's 20 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Nice, dude. <laughs> You're so weird. And that is 14 points of damage. All right. This uh, this Yeti looks looks pretty bad. Um, not as bad as the one next to Fred, but they're pretty close. That's good. <laughs> Glad to hear that. I think uh, and I think uh, I think that's it. I'm done. 
right. Thus ends my action. <laughs> All right. That brings us to um, next up is Astaroth. Hey. Astaroth okay. is going to go for the saber tooth tiger. All right. Go right ahead. Um, he's going to cast Firebolt, which is. Okay. Twenty-four. Uh, Twenty-four hits. Okay. Not good. Better. Even better. So nineteen points of damage. Fire damage. Nineteen points of fire damage. All right. Check something. Nope. You're good. All right. Uh, bonus action or anything? Nope. I'm good. Alright, uh, so that brings us to uh, Tiresias. Okay, let's see. What is easiest for me to hit? I'm going to go for the Yeti. The Red Yeti. So, let's move up. And I'm going to attack you, with... You have to move one more down. You can't be on Jonathan's space. There you go. Alright. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's been a while. I'm going to attack. First attack. 23 what, what, to hit. What are you attacking with, Tom? The Buster Sword. <laughs> so glad we, so, I'm so glad we didn't come up with a new name for it. Uh, so you see uh, Tiresias pulled this giant... Uh, uh, I guess it's a great sword um, off of his back with the... A very sharp edge on it um, with two little um, uh, uh, shining uh, gems in it. And he turns around, whips it, and hits the Yeti. Uh, 23 does hit, um, 13 damage. And you immediately, with your first slice with this, just cut this Yeti in half. <laughs> and this Yeti is dead. All right, that's good. So I'm going to turn around and attack the tiger. As well with the with the Buster Sword. Yep, that's good placement. Uh, eighteen to hit. Yeah, uh, yep, eighteen hits. And fourteen damage. All right, fourteen points of damage. Um, you see, you cut deep into uh, the shoulder area of the tiger, and blood just comes oozing out of it. And you whip it around your head, and put it on your shoulder the sword. <laughs> yeah, that was 14. And the tiger is not looking too well. Right now. And that brings us to the tiger. Um, who is going to turn around and use his um, let's see. I think he only gets one action. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just, I just, okay, no, he's not moving, so it's, he's just going to try and, um, he's going to try and bite you, uh, Tiresias. Okay. Um, since you're the one that just attacked it. That's fair. All right, so he's going to reach out, and his teeth are just going to scrape right off your armor, um, as he rolls an eight to hit, and he just... Let's out a roar um, around you. And you notice um, as this roar comes out, 
um, you see uh, that something uh, jumps down uh, from the mountain above here. And it is a creature none of you have ever seen before. Um, it looks like it is a long um, canine-like body, real, like, buff, um, like, big muscles and all that, not much fat or fur or anything, just all skin, and it has a tail that has a giant eyeball on the end of it. Lovely. And he lands <laughs> on the, uh, in the playing surface here, and this, and it is his turn next. So, um... So the, the the monstrosity um, will move um, and go over towards um, Bort here. He'll run Doesn't over next to, to Bort, um, and he will get advantage um, no. on this. Uh, so I think I'm just going to roll this regular dice, because that'll make it a lot easier to do the... Uh, Misses. <laughs> okay, so why did it all? Oh, it rolled two. Oh, so it rolled a one and a five. Nice. Okay, uh, but that humans. is. <laughs> uh, so that was his uh, claw attack. So that's plus nine, which would make the best one a fourteen. Does that hit you? It does Four? not. Right, and um, and see. And then he's going to try again with his claws. Ah, no, I'm just going to do it the way I did it. Okay. And that is a 26 to hit. Yeah, that, that one does hit. Okay. It sure does. <laughs> All right. So um, he swings out with his claw and does uh, eight points of damage. Um, okay. and then the claw is like much stronger claw attack than you've ever felt in your life. And it also deals, um, six points of force damage to you as damage. well as it sort of stumbles you back on its feet okay. and, um, and it's going to, um, you know, turn and do, it's going to turn and look, um, Let's see. No, no. No, actually, it's going to just bite you. I'm just going to bite you. Oh, yeah, that's fine. He's <laughs> hungry. All right. So that's uh, it's a 26 to hit again. 26? Um, yep. Yeah. Because uh, it's plus nine. Oh, yeah, plus nine. Okay. And it is the bite is 11 points of damage. Um, and then also, again, this is a much stronger bite than you've ever felt before and it causes you also ah just one point of force damage so his jaw wasn't really working today. so is that you can't do half a point so it's just one uh you just take no damage okay he rolled a one okay so. <laughs> oh he rolled a one not a one damage got it it okay. was yeah it's a 1d10 so he rolled a one so i'll just let you take zero okay. because it wasn't cool. that forceful but you take the you know, so half of 11, which would be five, because you always yep. take the lower, and same with the other ones. Yep, I'm, I'm all caught up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm dead. <laughs> I'm all caught up and dead. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and let's see, that brings us to uh, Zakara. Uh, I'm going to cast Blight on this weird beast that has just appeared. So he has to make a con 15 save. Okay. Need to read something real fast. Oh boy. Okay, that's a con save, right? Yep, 15. Okay. Uh, he fails the con save. Yes. Alright. But. Oh no. <laughs> um, the tail um, swings down and um, absorbs half the spell. Um, so he takes half of whatever um, <laughs> you roll. You? And then I need you to roll a dexterity 16 saving throw. Okay. Uh, saving throw? Yeah. DC 16. Yeah. I have... Uh, I'm going to expend a charge of my ring of evasion to automatically succeed. Because I definitely would not have... All right. And um, I roll half damage now for him? Yeah, well, it's half of the damage. Okay. So. 35 halved. So that annoying that you can count 18. quickly. <laughs> what? That's so annoying. You just like, pick up... We get it. You can count. All right. It's 18 points of damage, and you see the eye suck up a little bit of the spell. Oh, gross. Um, Are you got anything else you're doing? Mm, actually, no. I'm good. Sorry. Um, everybody roll perception checks for me right now. Perception? Yeah, perception. Christ, what is happening with this dice? 13. Uh, 9, but my passive. I don't know if that matters. 13. Oh, Astrot. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I rolled a 19. Okay. Ezra, I'm uh, paralyzed. I can't yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, in your paralyzed state, that roll lets you hear um, a little bit. Um, the ones that rolled higher than a 15, um, you hear really hard and deep uh, uh, foot stomps coming down um, in the same direction that other creature did. Um, everyone else hears like normal, and then all of a sudden you see this gigantic literal giant um, jump down. Literal giant. <laughs> um, and land, oh god. <laughs> and land right here. Oh, oh shit. Oh. And it is a icy blue giant uh, with uh, some patchwork leather and metal armor on and with like a skull head, like basically he used a skull of a, of a, of a dragon as sort of a helmet oh, that he has on his head there. Oh, good. And, um, Not cool. <laughs> and it is uh, his turn next. He's oh, good. He's styling and profiling, man. <laughs> this I'm is going first, so right? well. So he is, uh, <laughs> he is moving over towards Bort. Because <laughs> it's the first thing he sees. Um, doesn't get advantage because he's not technically flanking. Oh, no. Um, but he... Uh, he wants a new helmet. <laughs> he, pulls, um, he pulls his... Uh, a great axe out and takes a swing at Bort. Uh, 13. Misses. He misses with the great axe and he 
he growls and then takes another swing. Um, 29, does that hit? <laughs> does 26 hit? Nope. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know why uh, you're laughing. So you, you take uh, 22 points of damage, halved. Um, Mark, I don't 11. know if you heard me. I said it didn't hit. I don't know if you heard that. What a great I joke. doubt you have a 26 AC. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so 22? All right, I'm fine. I'm f- this is nothing. This is fine. Everything is. This fine. is fine. <laughs> this is great. All right, so that brings us uh, back to the top of the round. Fred, make your save again. Okay, so this is a con save, right? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Actually, you're up. The the guy that killed you or the paralyzed you is dead. Okay. The Yeti, the one next to you. There's All right. Read a um, I think. I want to flank the saber tooth tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna attack it with my short sword. Then bonus action to attack with. Um, well, let's do the attack with the short sword first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, I, I miss. <laughs> um, then... Yeah, ten, ten does miss. Okay, so then I will use my bonus action to attack with um, a dagger. A 27 to hit. That, that just barely hits. <laughs> and um, then total of 30 damage including sneak attack quick question about sneak attack is it usually your first attack that it works on or the first one that hits it's the first hit of the round okay no problem I just had forgotten it that's the only reason I asked Um, so you go and swing and miss so you pull out the dagger and you stab it right into his throat and blood gushes out, and the tiger falls over dead. All right. Um, and I'm still uh, bleeding and frozen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you guys are real cold. Not as cold as you would have been if you wouldn't have took the jackets from the guy back in <laughs> Oman. Yeah. But you, you, this is the coldest weather. Um, this is even colder than your um, than the place that um, O'Craig comes from. You're much more north of there. So, yeah. just for I'm doing it for more Dan's perspective of what he thought his O'Craig's area was like. This is even colder. All right, so that brings us to Pizza Tacos. All right, I'm going to cast Mass Suggestion on Ooh, all okay. our enemies. Interesting. They have to make a Wisdom save throw of okay. 18 pretty high. Yeah, the, you're probably going to get the Yeti at least. Yeah, Yeti rolls a six. The other guy rolls a 12. Nice. I doubt the giant is very smart. Nope, giant's not very smart at all. 
The giant needs a 20. He didn't get it. He rolled a 15. Yes. And I say, it is much too cold here to fight. And I point to the south. And I say, head 10 miles that way and wait for us. Now, with suggestion, just to let you uh, let me know, um, do they get to roll again at their next turn? Like, do they move their movement? You suggest then... a course of action limited to a sentence or two, which I did, and magically influence up to 12 creatures of your choice that you can see within range and that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. The, suggest the suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself onto a spear, immolate itself, or do something obviously harmful automatically negates the effect of the spell. Each target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. You can also specify conditions that will trigger a special activity during the duration. For example, you might suggest that a group of soldiers give all their money to the first beggar they meet. If the condition isn't met before the spell ends, the activity is performed. Isn't performed. Okay. Alright, so uh, we're out of combat. <laughs> <laughs> unless if somebody bucket. wants... Unless if... Uh... Uh, no, because you guys wouldn't be dumb enough to take uh, attacks of opportunity as they all move away. So, um, all right. <laughs> End of that battle. All right. <laughs> Man, I can't wait till those got eggs on their faces when we don't show up, right, guys? That's right. I, know. <laughs> I I am bleeding to death. Aw. I would. Can anybody heal me? I'll help you. I could. Actually, I think we all could at this point. Probably. Um, anybody got better than cure wounds? Uh, let me look. No. How hurt are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have twenty-seven hit points left out of seventy-five. I don't really know what that means, but I'll mm. cast cure wounds <laughs> at what? Uh, you're not that worthy. Uh, third level. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that gives you 3d8 plus 4. Or do I roll that or he rolls that? You rolled it. You rolled did it. rolled it. Oh, did I roll it? Okay. Right. 18. Thank you very much. 18 points of damage. Alright. Alright, All right, so, um... As these guys uh, slumber away here and move away, um, you see at the top here, um, I know these don't look like it because honestly, um, trying to get actual maps to match up with what I'm saying is tough. But um, at the back there, um, you see, um, as mentioned by Ray, uh, there are two sphinxes um, on the back wall of this area. Um, and each of them has a, uh, there's like a, a door on each side of them, and they each have a knocker on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you guys approach. Before the, all that, I just shout to, um, you know what, I'm not going to do it, because I'm going to say that you're going to, I was going to say to the, 
ice giant to bring me back something French, but uh, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want new that suggestion. To stop <laughs> the mass suggestion, and all of a sudden he stops and turns and fights me. So I'm not yeah. going to do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's what you guys can clearly see from where you're standing. Feel free to perception or investigate or just walk up to it. They are stone sphinxes, by the way, not actual living sphinxes. We're talking about these, right? Yeah, the things that look like dwarves on your map. All right. Can I just investigate the door? Or the yeah, go right doors? Ahead. I'll investigate thought... the sphinxes. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, 19. 19. Um, so as you approach the door, um, the door is pretty solid. Um, you can't move it. It doesn't seem like it's locked. There's no keyhole. You know, it just has the two knockers on it, you know, and um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any way to pick a lock or um, you would think even bust through. These are pretty solid doors built into this cave here, or it would take a while to kick in. Um, and then as you approach the Sphinxes, um, uh, which one do you go to first? Uh, I read left to right, so I'll go to the left one. All right, you go to the left, and as you uh, go to the left, the head animates and looks at you and goes, Hello! How you doing? My name is Siegfried. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and uh, this is my boyfriend, Roy. Boyfriend. I don't How... know if that's canon. I don't know. <laughs> Are, were they life partners? Is that what you say to the Sphinx? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is canon. So uh, how can we help you today? And you see the other one's head animates and looks over at Bort. Uh, <laughs> man, this would be a better question for someone that took notes. Uh, <laughs> greetings, Siegfried. We would like entrance into this, this year door here. Okay, and he goes, all right, that's fine. Just so you know, you have to use one of the knockers and we can tell you which one opens the door? But just so you know, one of us lies and the other one tells the truth. Great. Excellent, Siegfried. Which one are you? I am obviously the one that tells the truth. Insight check. Me. <laughs> All right, go ahead. 12. Ah. He seems truthful to you. You're like, yeah, I can, I can, I can dig it. Roy, which one are you? Roy goes, I am obviously the one that tells the truth. Insight, Insight check. <laughs> 16. 16. Um, he is the one that tells the truth. You can read that. Okay. That he is telling the truth, that he tells the truth. Okay. I'm, I'm more confident in he's telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I go to Roy. What's up, Roy? How you doing today? Pretty good. How you doing? Ah, it could be better. It's a little cold out here. Yeah. Well, when you when you don't have any blood going through your system, you don't really notice it. Yeah, I got plenty of blood going through my system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> we can't move. So. Yeah. Uh. So which knocker should I should I knock? You know, I I've touched many in knockers, but I want to make sure <laughs> I'm touching the right knocker. You should definitely choose the left one. Okay, I'm trusting you. Can I, can I be sure to trust you? Yes, you can trust me. I'm Roy, the Sphinx. <laughs> I'm going to do one more insight check on him, just to okay, be sure. Okay, go ahead. 
15. Getting the same read. Okay. So, I think Roy's telling us the truth. I think it's the left one. Um, can I use... Who's at the door? Yeah. Can I use... Mage Hand on the knocker? Yeah. Can I step so, I'm going to use Mage Hand on the, on the left. I'm, so step, I'm going to stand up. as far back as far as possible. As an as an, uh, ethereal hand comes floating by him, Bort slowly steps backwards. Yeah, um, right you reach now. up and you <laughs> knock. And just as you go to knock, uh, Siegfried goes, no, that is the wrong one. Uh, insight check. <laughs> <laughs> My brother lies. Nine. Ah, you're you're unsure. I'm still gonna do the main channel on the left. Siegfried is his name Roy. Yes. Ooh, good question. No, I'm asking. I'm asking them. Oh, Siegfried, okay. is his name Roy? Yeah, I'll ask. I, I'm hearing it, so I'll ask Siegfried. Hey, Siegfried, what's that dude's name? Oh, that is uh Siegfried. Hmm. What's your name? My name is. My name is Roy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm okay. doing the left one. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to award the good insight rolls earlier. <laughs> so yeah, so you use the left knocker and the uh, doors part open, and um, you guys have an entryway into this mountainous cave area. Cool. I was going to touch the right knocker, but it's a little droopy. Oh. <laughs> I've been meaning to get that fixed. Roy says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, All right. Roy. So you guys head on through, and um, as you walk through, it's like real dark, and you get the, you know, using your dark vision, you see some shapes, and then all of a sudden, um, as you get about 60 feet in, um, everything behind you and above you sort of disappears, and you're looking in on a village of about, um, I would say, 20 to 30 uh, like huts, like yurts, sort of uh, set up there that are the largest ones you've ever seen. They're probably 16 foot tall. Um, they're basically like tiny two-story houses. And then you immediately look ahead and see about a dozen yetis turn around and look at you. <sighs> and the uh, and as you're as you're you know uh, looking and paralyzed, the one closest to you turns around and goes, "Oh, why, hello! You guys look cold. Come on in." Oh, good. Thank you, Yeti. What is your name? Hello, uh, my name is Moonlighting. What is your name? Uh, it's Die Hard. <laughs> nice to meet you, Die Hard. And your friends? Uh, this Thank is uh, Death Becomes Her. Um, I can't think of other uh, <laughs> other Bruce Willis <laughs> movies. My name is Six Sense. Six Sense. Uh. Oh, what was this? Is Bruno? Oh, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, I'm cop out. Cop out. Uh, unbreakable. Surrogate. Or do I need? <laughs> oh, those are those are interesting names. It's nice to meet you. Well, yes, those are stage names or jellical names, if you will. God, no. Welcome. Welcome to our town. Um, be sure I can, uh, head you over here and we can, uh, get you, get you warmed up by the fire. And he heads you over to an open tent, um, has a couple other yetis sitting around it and they're eating, 
with giant spoons out of a bowl um, of the stew I, that was made. Can I insight check this guy, Moonlighting? Yeah, yeah go right in. I just want to see if he's full of shit and they want to eat us. <laughs> Natural 20, Ooh. 21. Oh, this is, this is, it's strange to you, but this Yeti is completely, you know, gracious and welcoming. And this, there doesn't seem to be any of, uh, any negative, you know, connotations to their person. Okay. You know, they are, they're not fully good, but they're definitely not evil, like the ones you fought outside. Hmm. Let's say, should, should we tell them that we murdered... No, 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 we should not. Why would you do that? We should definitely not. So, and he goes, and and you guys sit down and goes, well, welcome. Uh, This is Alawak Sanctuary. Um, We are all here and able to uh, communicate with you because of the uh, great Lord Alawak um, and the uh, crystal that had impaled his body. And so roll perception as you all look over to your left. Okay. All of us? Yeah. Ooh. Six. 27 for Zakara with the natural 20. Okay. Five. 29. Uh, 14 for Astrop. Yeah, so over in the corner you see the, uh, like, frozen mummified corpse, kind of. Kind of like a frozen in place thing of a giant, uh, like, nine-foot yeti. Um, with a giant uh, pulsating crystal just, like, uh, impaled in his chest. And um, anybody who's uh, uh, skilled in Arcana, roll an Arcana check as well. That's me. I have a plus two in Arcana. I think it's your jack-of-all-trades, so you can roll it, too. 18. I have half proficiency, officially. Yeah. So, um... Five. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) So, Zakara... Um, you notice that there is a there is definitely a magical glow coming off of this crystal uh, that's inside this body. The entire area um, of this town has like a mar- magical aura about it. Hmm. Well, let me get this straight. You guys keep a dead body by you at all times? No, that that is the great Lord Alawak. He allows us to live the way we are. Um, all be praised to him. Um... And it, it is just a sign of, you know, the greatness that yetis can be. I lean over to Zakara and like, that's incredibly unsanitary. <laughs> I think for now we should respect it so we don't get eaten. Oh, I'm just saying. Yes. Agreed, though. Hey, why are we here again? Well, there was no other doorway. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> We're here... Someone's supposed to have information on how we get to travel the River Styx. So we kind of have to, I guess, talk to people here. Yeah. Hey, Moonlight. There you go. <laughs> yes. uh, I heard through the grapevine, or, you know, however you yetis say it, uh, that someone here knows about the River Styx. you know anything about that? Oh, I don't know anything about a River Styx. The only river that I know of is the uh, one of molten lava that runs through this island. Um, but that is a ways off. Um, That's the, not a no. That could be the, the river sticks. The uh, <laughs> only person in town that I would trust with this is our benevolent leader. Her name is Brightheart. I can take you to her chambers. Uh, her. Yeah, I mean, do we want to do that immediately? 
Um, yeah, no time like the present. Is there anything else cool to do in this town there, Moonlighting? Before we there, go there? There's a... Uh, outside of... Uh, we're a small town. Um, so we do have, uh, you know, places to sleep. We don't have an inn. We don't get many visitors. You know, it's kind of a secret place. Oh, And she okay. whispers over to you. Um, and then we have the general she? store. Oh. Hmm? It's a she? Yeah, is that... Moonlighting is a she? Yeah. We'll just okay. say that for now. Yeah, because I didn't Sybil. realize which I... Also, also known okay. as Sybil? <laughs> I don't really um, know Sybil show, movies, so I'm glad I just went with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, and she goes, well, we have the general store, um, which uh, also kind of doubles as, you know, the place to pick up food. Um, and then, you know, it's we have to sort of fend for ourselves here because we uh, we are much more into learning things than we are the primal instincts of our kin that are out there. Oh, very interesting. We know a half orc that's kind of like that, you know, how beastly beastly those half horse could be what do you guys study um here we're studying uh essentially what um this place is that we live on um there's a lot of interesting things on this island like i said there's a river of lava up the way and then there um then there is a giant island that is way too cold um for anyone to set foot on and then colder than this much colder than this interesting so you've got the so I'm I'm assuming you're an island because you've got the river on one side. You have other bodies of either lava or water on the other side. No, no, there is a we're think of this. I'm gonna put it in Earth terms because I don't have the map to show you guys. Is um, it actually a peninsula? No, it's basically Hawaii. In that this island, what you're on is basically the big island of Hawaii. And then there are other little islands around, and it has the the river is like basically goes halfway through this island. So it's an archipelago. Pelag- yeah. Archipelago. Yeah. Archipelago. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there are multiple islands around. This is the largest of them. Okay. What's the name of this one, by the way? Uh, um, we call it. Um, double check for you one second. It's uh, I believe it's pronounced Faron. F A R O N. F A R O N. O N. I'm going to yeah. double check that while you guys talk. Cool. Moonlighting, you have been most helpful for us weary travelers. Thank you. I'm glad to help. It's always nice to meet a friend. We uh, we don't get many visitors up here, you know, in in the fact that most of the time you can't find us. So it's pretty difficult, I must say. We uh, we had a little tri- the the door is a little tricky, but we figured it out. Oh, you met Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they, they help keep out the uh those those crazy giants that just come from the north. Oh, we saw one on one. Did it try to eat you? Uh, a little bit. He never got that close, but like he kinda wanted to, you could tell. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, yeah, it's, oh, foreign, F-O-R-E-N, not A-N. F-O-R-E-N, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Like, sorry, I keep asking questions, I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem, go Do ahead. Do you have, like, a map of this area? Yeah. 
gonna see if I can. Um, this is the um, in-game. It's gonna be a crudely drawn map um, <laughs> of the area, but what I'm gonna put into the Skype chat is going to be a much better version of it. I hope this works. Hope so too, for your sake. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it better work, Mark. I'm just trying to coming to blows here on D and D. Oh, bloody Mary and a beer and a half in. It's go time. <laughs> I haven't seen you drink anything. What? Oh, maybe I haven't been paying <laughs> attention. <laughs> he literally just drank just his like, beer like two minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Oh, there you hey. go. Now I... It should be in the. Uh, oh the yeah. Oh, there we go. That's so so the, cool. That's the not river's Hawaii. a little longer than I thought. <laughs> That's not Hawaii. That was the first thing that came to my mind when I was thinking of the type of islands it was. That makes sense. So where are we located? You're in Alwax Sanctuary. Okay. Which they have drawn in crayon with a with a yeti face. Aw. It's really good though. Huh. Thank you. They did a very good job. I we've lost the we've lost a lot of people trying to scout out the north. That's why it's not as marked up. Question for as you the rest in the of lighting. It. Yes. Uh, if I wanted to get to like Soldair Field from here, how long? How much of a day's travel? Is oh. That? Um. <laughs> do you know? I have never heard of that. Mm. Um. Do you know? Uh. Which oh, island the... it is on here? No, I'm thinking it's mainland. Like, it's where, like, a lot of half... Like, how uh, long do I have to go? I think it's... If I'm guessing, it's probably east. Um, But I'm thinking there's, like, half-orc territory. I, to kinda... be honest, I have never been off this island, so... Mm, I would... Okay. Outside of this map, this is all I know. You're telling okay. me there's more than this? Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, just... It's a... Like, if... I'm looking at this map, right? Yeah, like I can see I like you. a truly yeah. drawn map, and it's like you know, it's a boat ride away, man. I mean, it's pretty nice here, so wow. I can. Tool, I totally get why you never would never want to venture out, but yeah, like I'm from the south, and we never have to wear clothes like this heavy clothing. <laughs> <laughs> never have to wear clothes. Ah, <laughs> oh, the south. You mean like Bound Post? Oh no, no, like further. Like you, you owe. Like we're pretty cold right now. Like, I'm... We know the word hot. Do you not understand the word hot? Well, the river's hot. Right. Like, imagine weather like that. But, like, maybe, like, 50 degrees cooler. I've I've heard rumor of, uh, you know, a town north of here that goes through something like that and goes cold again. Wait, what? <laughs> Explain that I, to me. That's all I know of. When, uh, like, so back up a little bit. Yes. Do I, do I understand, like, do I understand the, the idea of hot and cold and, and temperatures and climate is usually colder up north? Like, do yeah. I, would I understand that that's a little off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, back up a little bit. Can you explain that to me? Can, so you go north and it gets hotter? And then sometimes it's colder there. Sometimes it's wetter. Um, like, how far are we talking about? Oh, and she points, she's like, well, it's the furthest they've gotten north here and marked up there. Is there a reason why it gets warm? Well, I have no idea. I haven't been there myself. Mm. What's it called? Um, I think it's Moodolos. I think okay. that's how you pronounce that. 
Okay. Is is there any place we should stay away from, like danger zones? Uh, well, that island all the way to the north that's really cold, which in your case, she points to, uh, I guess it's Biesel up there. Um, you know, this is one of those things where they write them down, but don't give you pronunciations, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is great for me. Um, points to that. He's like, well, that island we were told was really cold and that you should never go there. Mm, okay. Do you know Do you know what lives on that island? Has anyone ever reported back? Just giant creatures that fly. Mm, I don't like that. Mm, I might. But you like that? <laughs> Moonlighting, I have a question. Yes. Uh, go ahead, cop out. <laughs> um... Is there anywhere that we can <laughs> go to maybe get... <laughs> I chose cop out. <laughs> Do you want me to change it? Yeah. All right, I was go ahead, Sixth Sense. Okay. Or Death Becomes Her? Okay. Death um, is there anywhere that we can go in this town that you have here to maybe get some warmer clothing? Because we're really cold. We're not used to this kind of weather. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, she goes, if you go to the general store, he should have everything you need. Great. Thank you. Just now, in, oh, I, go ahead. In D and D, is there such thing as warm blood and cold blooded? And uh, and am I cold blooded? Because I would be freezing if that's the case. Yes, yes. you're you're just, you're probably the coldest out of anybody here. But you do have the giant winter coat on, and you're sitting by this fire, so you feel comfortable right now. Okay. But you are definitely feeling this coldness a lot more than everybody else. Okay. Just I just wanted to. You, yeah. Make you want to get. You, you're the one that wants to get closed the most. <laughs> so now, Ellie, if you were to leave the area of that giant with the crystal in its uh, chest, yes. do you become feral? Oh, no. No, you just have to come into this area, and then um, uh, Alwak gives you his blessing, and then um, you can become smart like me. I want to get smart. <laughs> I don't think it works for you, good turtle. And she sort of rubs your head with her furry paw. Oh, I love Aww. her. She's about a foot taller than you. How wow. how, how far <laughs> away is the... Uh, I'm pretty big. Um, how far away is the great Alawak? Uh, oh, it's game, just right over point. there. It's about, I'd say, 1,500 meters. Like, sort of like it's right there. It's the center of town. It's America. <laughs> <laughs> Can I... Uh, I'll in game can i go check out can i go uh i don't know i like i don't want to be uh sacrilegious or anything can i go check it out sure all guests uh well you're one of the first guests so i don't know all guests but um yeah as long as you don't touch it that is the rule we are not allowed to touch Alok. no touchies got it agreed we will and, not be touching uh, it no i don't, don't want to touch touch it turtle <laughs> no touchy. No touchy. <laughs> I'm all over it. I mean, not all over the, the body, because I'm not going to touch the body, but I'm all over not touching the body. Turtle. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go look at it. I'm going to pay my respects. Be careful. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, your I, insight I, check. I really Please don't do anything stupid. All right. I'm doing an insight check, just in case. 
Natural 20. That's so. Oh, it is. Hold. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh. no, I'm not so, lying. 27. I'm not lying. Okay. All right. I really just want to go look. All right, at guys. It. He's telling the truth. He's just going to go look. Yep. Just go give a little look. And, yeah. And as you head over there, Upward, um, as you walk closer, you get more to the center of the town, more of the market area. And where you would normally see in towns you've been in, like maybe cows strung up or pigs or something for like they're cooking and getting the meat off of. Here there are giant mammoths, oh, just wow. <laughs> just being hung out. Their skin dry and tanned, and their meat hung out there. Um, and yeah, you can tell that this is sort of like, uh, to put it in again real world terms, it's like in Super Mario Brothers when you go to Big Land. No, oh. <laughs> you know, okay. that's what it sort of feels like to everyone here. Okay. Yeah, I just, so you uh... walk over and. Um, you see there that as much of it is a dead body, um, there's no odor. Um, it is solid. Um, you know, it doesn't. It, there doesn't seem to be any f fleshy parts or any kind of, uh, you know, blood or anything on it. And this crystal, you know, sort of hums as you get closer, um, and it is just like sort of vibra a vibrating hum to it. Uh, I'm gonna kind of. I, I want to try to see if I can feel anything coming from the the crystal. Okay. I'm gonna try to concentrate. Just want. Right, I desperately want to be smart. Oh. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, roll an intelligence check. Oh no! I don't want to <laughs> do that. You're bored. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Nope. That's his. I worst. have to roll very very high. His worst one. Uh, thirteen. Oh, you get over there and you close your eyes and you hope and you think you feel something come over you or you're pretty much wanting to believe that something is coming over you, but nothing really does happen. But okay. Bort may think it did. Okay. <laughs> so I, I get up and I kind of give myself a little shrug and point to my head and try to recite some algorithms that I think I know. Yeah. Algorithms. <laughs> the sum of two. <laughs> the sum of uh, an isosceles, isosceles triangle is equal to the remaining sides. I don't know. <laughs> the right triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. This is going so well. But I think I know. <laughs> One of the yeah. Yetis yells out, "That's a right triangle." <laughs> yeah. 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 They're, they're all nice. They're all nice and helpful. Like, no, no, that's actually a right triangle, sir. Oh, okay. Plus B squared equals C squared. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> actually, You're uh, welcome. after this, I'm going to see if I can go get myself a woolly mammoth uh, cape or pelt or something. Yeah, I think we should all try to warm up a bit. Tiresias, you don't look so good. Yes. Yeah, really so do, you, do, you, do, you do you head back to the group? Before. Uh, I'm gonna wander the market where I came through for you're a little not bit. Gonna, you're not gonna go shopping with us? I'm just gonna wander the market. Whatever okay. you guys are doing, you do. Okay. okay. So Bort wanders the market and he sort of starts talking and they're all just as gracious and uh, forthcoming. Um, you can tell they um, it's a different feeling than when Bort usually goes into towns where they haven't seen turtles before. Um, it, this is much more warm and nice than he's used to 
So he's just having fun chit-chatting as he walks through the market. Yeah, I'm just I'm making friends as I go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Uh, I want to get some warm clothes. Me the, too. Yeah, general store. All right, so Morningstar goes, oh, well, it's right over there. And you see a giant um, uh, hut that's sort of uh, adorned with some pelts on the side. And, um, you know, and it also, uh, you see some broken uh, glass vials um, around. Um, so uh, I'm assuming everybody goes, except Bort's still wandering, correct? Yeah, I'll, I'll make my way over to them eventually. Let's All right, so you store. guys... Yeah, so you guys walk through the general store. Um, you walk inside, and um, you see a giant eight-foot yeti with his back turned to you. Um, but he's much hairier than the other yetis you've seen around. And um, when you guys walk in, um, uh, it's uh, the part right before you get to him is sort of like a beaded curtain. So he hears you guys come through, and he turns around, and he uh, you see now that he's wearing like a leather apron, um, sort of like, so he mixes his job between tending to the store and also, you know, making the, the clothing. Um, and uh, he turns around and goes, hello, how can I help you guys? You see, you're new in town. Coke, please. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, give me one second. And he runs out. Don't we and... all have coats from the people that gave it to us in Amman? Yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, I need another one. You know? Oh, he's cold blooded. Like, That's and he right. Goes, oh. He's like, okay, I got just the thing for you. And he goes and he starts measuring. He's like, I think you're gonna need some pants too. And he starts measuring out. And he goes, all right, uh, give me a few hours, and I should have a uh, some pants and a shirt for you. Uh, let's say, yeah, uh, uh, it's just clothing. Let's say two gold pieces for that. You got it. <laughs> Okay. All right. So he goes to the back. He writes down the stuff. He starts taking some hides off and puts it um, in the back. And he turns around. And he's like, uh, "Can I help you guys with anything?" Um, I'm I'm wondering if you have anything um, for the the Biesel Island that's super cold. Do you have anything that could allow us to travel there? Uh, I I can only do you know as warm as these woolly mammoth. Uh, pelts allow um so i i can try to make an extra thick one but i can't guarantee i've never been there myself okay do you have any um any potions here maybe that could oh potions and he turns around and drops a uh a, a giant crate down in front of you guys he's like i don't get to sell these much uh everybody around town has doesn't really go out for battle so much um so He's like, what do you guys, uh, what what type of potions are you looking for? Uh, any protection any... from cold? Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh, oh. And he goes and he grabs these two giant vials and there's like a bluish um, liquid. And he goes, uh, these two here um, uh, help you, you know, resist the cold a little bit more. Okay. So, um, I feel like we work. should take those. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What about resistance uh, to the lava? <laughs> we uh, we we don't we avoid the fire. We don't much like fire, outside of the uh, the ones that keep us warm. Any anything like lava and you know fireballs and stuff like that, we we know 
Okay. Yeah. So, um, and he looks at you. He's like, "Well, those are seven hundred gold pieces a piece." Okay. And he only had two. Break my balls, man. (laughs) Mark, he only had two. Only had two. Yes. Okay. I will take both of them. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And he looks down. He's like, "Uh, uh, uh, so." And you guys see, um, uh, Pizza Tacos probably has the best um, eye for this. Um, He does have a whole bunch of healing potions in here. Um, Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of. Uh, 24 total, but they are all different kinds, different shades. Um, you notice that, and then you notice one potion um, that's sort of a um, a pinkish liquid um, that's sort of just off in the corner in there as well. Uh, what what can you do for me deal-wise in terms of if I say how many are we? One, two, three, four, five, uh, ten gold pe- uh, ten potions. What can you do for me? Okay, I... Uh... Well, I can, I have, and he puts out, he's like, I have these here. These are, these are regular potions of healing. You know, they're, they're sort of on the lower end. They're, they're a hundred a piece. And then I have these 10 here, sort of, they're, they're, they're a little bit more, you know, some say they're, they're, they're the greater option. Um, those are about 300 gold pieces a piece. And he's like, I got these three here, um, which, uh, some say are superior, um, uh, those are a thousand a piece, and then I have this one. It just came in um, from one of the wild folk outside um, that we trade with. He's someone kind of looks like you, and he points to uh, you, Pizza Tacos, sort of with the pointy ears. Looks like Die Hard. What are we telling? Die Hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that was DM Mark saying Pizza Tacos. <laughs> um, uh, you know, he looks like you. He brought this over. He says this is the supreme healing, and he said to not sell it for less than twenty five hundred gold pieces. That's crazy. <laughs> um, out of out of game, how much money should I have? Because I've lost complete count. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot, um, but yeah. I'll say, ah, uh, I've seen these like in the south. You you come upon these like all the time they're i'd say a thousand maybe could you maybe do like uh because of shipping and handling we're pretty high up here 1200 uh roll persuasion okay plus 12 i'm hoping that works 28 wow oh oh sure yeah 1200 that's fine the car feels really really bad about this makes me feel really guilty and I, I just it's... shoot her daggers because <laughs> I know I know she's looking at me like disappointed, like yeah. So like, he he pushes the freezing uh, in the corner. He, <laughs> he pushes the uh, potion of supreme healing um, over to you as you give him the twelve hundred gold pieces. All right, so because like I'm at nineteen forty five and I'm totally sure I have more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and um. Do you guys want any more of the other ones here? He looks over at the rest of the group. Mm, I don't know. I think I'm okay. What about I, you guys? Yeah, I, I, don't I think give I a cold, shivery work. shrug. <laughs> Terry's you got any magic like, items I, I here? <laughs> any what? Any magic items here? Uh, the, the only thing that seems magical to me is, and he points to that pinkish liquid. He's like, I've never seen this before. It has a little bit of a glow to it. 
can I investigate based on him holding it? Yeah. So, um, you 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 have roll an investigation. Um, Eighteen. Okay. Um, you're not going to get as much as an identify spell, but I want to look this up because I know how much to tell you. Um, Astrod has identify. I think I have it identified too. Do you have it? I do have it identified, so I'll cast that. So goes, goes here if you want to check it out. Okay, so I, think so... It, I think in my hands I'll take a look at it. All right, so you cast identify, and um, I you notice as you um, close your eyes, sort of let the spell um, occur. Um, you're sort of off in a corner. It takes about ten minutes. Um, sort of to do. It says only here one minute casting time. Okay. Oh, you're not <laughs> doing ritual? You're going to use a spell slot? Yeah, I'll use a spell slot. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, you take the minute, you, you know, draw the runes around and you sort of look at it and um, it's called a potion of vitality. Mm. Um, uh, when you drink this potion, um, it removes any exhaustion you're suffering and cures any disease or poison affecting you. Um, for the next 24 hours, you uh, regain the maximum number of hit points when you use your hit die on a short rest. Um, and the uh, and the uh, the liquid uh, pulses with a dull light, and it kind of looks like a heartbeat as you look at it closer. Okay. Oh, this? This? I know this. This is just like a simple poison uh, spell. It gets rid of any poison. Yeah, I'm... I feel like poison up here doesn't really last that long, right? It's cold. Yeah, yeah so the uh, price tag is 2,000 gold pieces for that. Jeez, man. Whoever sold this to you saw you coming. I, like, I, I don't want to be mean or anything like that, but, like, poison poison spell, poison potion, 150-piece, like, maybe. Okay. Roll <laughs> persuasion check. Um... Yeah, you're going to have to, going that low, you're going to have to roll really high. 31. Does hell. 31 count? <laughs> the DC was 30. Oh, my so, God. Just oh, plus 12 modifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, you said 150? Yeah. Like, I'll, you know what? I'll give you 175. How about okay, that sounds good. You seem like a good man. Thanks. Sakara is uh, just dying on the inside right now. And uh, he, uh, same look. Forward, <laughs> and Tiresias is too cold to care. Shut well. up with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea what's going on because I can't move. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Thanks. And he's like, that. yeah. So, uh, and he looks over at you. He's like, uh, uh, I apologize, guy. I didn't get your name. And he looks over at you, Tiresias. This Tiresias. <laughs> Tiresias. Um, Stage it, name is, is uh, unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yes. So Tiresias, if you, uh, I don't know if you've met Brightheart yet. If you guys want to go and talk to her, and then I'll have the clothing ready for you when you guys set out to where you're going next. Sure. <laughs> One quick question for you. Up? What did I just pick up? Uh, Potion of Vitality. And one potion of supreme healing. Yeah. And uh, yes, your uh, question: Death becomes her. <laughs> um, this wild folk you mentioned. Where can we find them, or do you know their name? 
Oh, they're all over the island. Oh, so there's more than one. More than one of them. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. And we'll keep I'm, an eye I'm out. With... Yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah, when, when we try to go out, they try and kill us. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's awful. But this one, he likes to make money. So he trades us some things that we wouldn't normally be able to find. Do you know his name? I don't. Braidheart might know that. Okay. We'll have to ask. Thank you. You're welcome. And he's like, and I'll get working on your clothing right now. And he goes to the back and you hear him start getting to work. Uh, so you guys head out uh, Bort. In the meantime you were able to find, um, it's not fitted to you like uh, Tiresias's would, um, but you find like a like a cloak, like a shawl sort of situation that like covers your um, shoulders and like half your back. And it's all made of mammoth fur. Nice. How do I feel? Uh, you feel, feel a little warm? warmer. Okay. You think you look badass. <laughs> I wanted to have like a little uh, hood with the mammoth tusks sticking out if possible. <laughs> if, if that's available. Okay. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you you pick that up as well. Mark off five gold pieces. Okay. Um, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, you guys gather all together and uh, Moonlighting goes, all right, all right uh, let's go see Brightheart. And she walks you to the uh, north center part of town, to the most, uh, you know, garish, you know, gaudy looking hut um, in the uh, in the village. And um, and you guys walk inside and you see the largest Yeti you've ever seen, probably about nine and a half foot, looks about the same size as Alawak. Um, and sitting there on a uh, throne made out of mammoth bones and tusk. Um, and she looks over at you and goes, Oh, hello, visitors. My name is Brightheart. How can I help you today? And uh, that is where we'll end this episode. <laughs>